John Dowd, your host for Mystery Time. Tonight, as every Thursday night, Mystery Time turns to the classics of literature to bring you mystery classics. Great stories of the past brought vividly alive by famous stars. Our star tonight, Michael Redgrave. Our classic, the famous sardonic tale by Nikolai Gogol titled The Overcoat. Here's a story full of the drama and the human compassion for which Gogol is noted. Michael Redgrave, with his accustomed skill, brings to vivid reality the part of the modest government clerk, Akaki Akakievich Basmachkin. <laughs> Born in St. Petersburg, March 
I brought you this. Uh, oh, and you brought me what? Akaki, Akaki, Akaki. It's like this, Grigory Petrovich. This mm-hmm. overcoat of mine is, you see, it's got a little bit thin here and there. Though it's perfectly good everywhere else. You see, it's stronger than anything. All it's good for is making foot claws. No, I don't want to do that. Wrap them around your feet when it gets a bit cold. No, but what about <laughs> You'll have to get a new one. Get a new one, but... Thank you. 
Give a lot of warmer this morning. That's that, that, just because I've got her. Not that warmer. In an old rag of a coat like. Wait a minute. What? Why, you've got a new overcoat. Mm. Yes. You like it?
The overcoat which I'd saved up so carefully had been stolen from me. The very first night I had worn it. And as I stumbled after them through the snow, the scenes vanished away into the darkness. The deserted square fell back into utter silence. Only one glimmer of light could be seen across it, the light from a sentry box. I ran frantically towards it. What's all the noise about? I did not. You, you were asleep. Asleep huh? on duty. You, you let them rob me. I, 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 now, steady on. Who's been robbed? So I have them stolen my overcoat. You, you let them steal it. I let them steal it? Yes. You let them steal it. But well, I saw you talking to the men out there. I what? thought they were your friends. No. Well, why didn't you shout out if they were robbing you? Because they stole me. I couldn't speak. They stole my overcoat. Why don't you go after them? Why don't you arrest them? Well, they must be a couple of worse away by now. Oh, now, uh, if you had to say so, your overcoat, uh, you'll have to report it. Uh, tomorrow morning. No, but to the superintendent. about my overcoat. What can I do about that? Ah, uh, you just uh, take my advice to go off home before you catch a death of cold. Yes, oh, standing about on a night like this with no coat on. Just in the following morning, I was there at the superintendent's door. At last, after exercising my authority for the very first time in my life, Admittedly, only to a fellow clerk, I, I was ushered into the superintendent's presence. There I told my story in all its agonizing detail. Now, one moment, if you You were on your way home, and it was late. You had been somewhere very late at night. <laughs> Shall I tell you where you had been, sir? Where I been? You have been to a place of ill repute, sir. That is where you have been. No! That's absurd. I've never done such a thing in my life. And after such an expedition, such a debauch, you have the coolest country to come here, here, with a complaint about the loss of an overcoat. But... Can I tell you something, my dear sir? But, 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 no. Well, uh, yes, 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 what? I very much doubt whether you had the overcoat with you at all after you left the, uh... What? I... Well, after I... you, uh, set out for your home. I was attacked by thieves. They didn't steal my overcoat. I tell you, they did, they did. Uh, I, uh, I, I, I know they did. Well, sir, we shall see. Yes. We shall see, sir. And now, sir, if you will pardon me. Good day, sir. That was the first day in my life that I'd been absent from my desk at the department. The following day, I was back at my desk once more, copying. But the news of the loss of my overcoat was on everybody's lips, and I was a sad recipient of much sympathy and much well-intentioned advice. Too bad about your overcoat, my dear fellow. Incredibly bad luck. You know, I really wish you hadn't slipped away like that on your own. If you'd waited for the others, it probably wouldn't have happened at all. No, Vasily Ilyarovich, but, uh, you know, I was very tired. Oh, look, there's only one thing to be done. You must go and see His Excellency. Now, tell him the whole story and persuade him to take the matter up for you in proper quarters. Is that Excellency? Excuse me. You would do that, do you think? Oh, of course he would. I'm sure of it. 
A person of some authority, that's what he is. A person of considerable authority. Yes, but, but will he be able to get my overcoat back? Well, if His Excellency can't, who could? His Excellency was indeed a person of the very highest authority. Dorian was dignified and majestic. He had held him considerable awe. His Excellency was a man who believed in putting people in their proper place and, and keeping them there. Nevertheless, he was a man with a kind heart, a good natured man with his equals, and none of fond of his friends. Even more fond of impressing them. He was impressing one of them the day that I called upon him. This uh, fellow, whatever he is, that's waiting to see me, uh, what's his name again? Ataki Atakievich Bashmatskin, Your Excellency. Curious name. And what is he, would you say? A clerk, did you say? Yes, Your Excellency. A copying clerk in the department. Hmm. Very well. Have him come in. <laughs> this will probably amuse you, my dear Count. A copying clerk from the department to see me. Oh, good, eh? Give them an inch, these clerks, and they'll take a mile. What on earth can he want with me? Really? Well, we shall see what we can do for him, eh? Akaki Akakievich Bashmatskin, Your Excellency. Well, what do you want? Well, speak up, man. I shan't eat you. <laughs> Have you lost your tongue? Eh? Have you? Please, Your Excellency, I... I... Uh... Well, go on, man. Go on. Don't just stand there. <laughs> My overcoat, Your Excellency. Your overcoat? You see, you're talking about. You come here taking up my valuable time babbling about your overcoat. What's the matter with it, anyway? I, I, I've lost it, Your Excellency. Lost it? Do you mean to say that you've got the confounded country to come here? Uh, that said it was stolen, Your Excellency. A new overcoat. It cost me 80 rubles. It was stolen off my back by a pack of thieves. What, sir? You come and bother me about it. Me? Don't you know the proper way to proceed? But don't you know how things are done? You are first to hand in your petition to the office. But I mentioned, Your Excellency, uh, uh, you know, clerks are very undependable. How and, and dare you, sir? What sort of ideas are these? Do you realize who you are talking to, sir? Yes, sir. I... You realize who I am? Yes, sir. Get out! Let's hear more of this tomfoolery. I'm overcoaching, please. How I managed to crawl away, how I got out into the street evening, I never knew. In all my life, I've never been supposed to be alone reprimanded by a person of such authority. I went out into a snowstorm that was whistling through the street. The wind blew and buffeted me from corner to corner across the town. The wind, which only a good warm overcoat could help to keep us away. And by the time I reached my cheerless room, I was frozen to the narrow. The holy saints protect you, sir. You must get to bed at once. Oh, dear, it may be your death you've caught. It was my death that I'd caught. The next day I was in a fever. And the day after that I was delirious. And the day after that in a coma. And the day after that I was dead. Yes, Akaki Akakievich Bashmatkin was dead. 
A creature had departed this life whose cause no man could champion, who was dear to no one, and missed by no one. It was several days before I was even missed in the department, for there was very little copying required at that time. And when I had been missed, a porter was sent to inquire about me. Did you go to his room? That's right, sir. Well, didn't I tell you to bring him back with you? I want an explanation. Where is he? He couldn't come, sir. Why? Is he ill or something? Not exactly, well, sir. What the devil is the matter with him, then? Well, sir, they buried him three days ago. No. Really? Dear Dinny. Peter Vasilievich. Yes, sir. You wanted me? Yes. Akakia Kakievich is dead. You'll have to copy this. I tried to sort it over for a day or two. I sent one of my clerks around to get a few particulars. The fellow had lost his overcoat of all ridiculous things. But when my man arrived, they told him the fellow was dead. Too bad, you see. <laughs> Too late to do anything for him. There's no chance I must be off. Charming, big Charlie. No, it all comes out of the door. Far too cold. This winter really has been bitter. <laughs> Terrible night. His Excellency was helped into his warm fur coat and climbed into his sledge. His driver cracked the whip, and the sledge moved off down the street. His Excellency turned up his collar against the wind and settled himself under his pile of furs. Suddenly, he felt a tug at his fur collar, and the wind swayed wildly. Under his doors to see a man standing on the sled beside him. A short, unimportant little man with a small, bald patch without an overcoat. At last, Your Excellency. Oh? No, no, it's not you that I want. It's your overcoat. You refused to help me, and you were arrogant. You didn't care about my overcoat. Oh. Give me yours. <laughs> oh, yes. His Excellency gave up his overcoat. He tore it off and flung it out of the sledge into the road. And the driver cracked his whip with his eyes jumping out of his head, and the horses galloped away into the night. His Excellency arrived back, chilled to the marrow, for his had been a very fine overcoat. Oh, yes. Yes. An overcoat of the very highest authority. <laughs> 